Alright, Creatures of the Night, welcome to episode 106 of Talking Taker, our encyclopedic exploration digging over the career of the greatest professional wrestling character of all time. My name is Alex Dorio, and I want to thank you for joining us for yet another round of Dead Man Talking, and I am joined for this very special episode by my wrestling buddy, by my tag team partner, by the co-host of this podcast, by the man who drew number two for entry into this podcast, <laughs> Mr. Travis White. And Travis, it's time for the Rumble. It's time for the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Vince did it, man. Vince, uh, are you okay? Yeah, I don't know how I did it all these years. I have no clue. Maybe that's why he doesn't speak much on TV anymore, because he can't. <laughs> he's knows? completely butchered but, his voice. Yeah, he's terrible. That, no, yeah, he was over the top, man. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. I miss those days of him being over the top like that on the commentary. So. As do I, man. It's my childhood. And speaking of childhood, this is it right here. You might... I've seen this pop up in your podcast feed, and it looks a little weird because we have taken the time travel on Hearst way, 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 way back, way back. Yeah. to 1991 for this special bonus episode of sorts right here as we're hitting the Royal Rumble 1991 for a very special watch along. You know, Travis, we've just been kind of mired in 2004, which has been a uh, yeah, an abnormally <laughs> crappy year for the dead man. We've covered some hot, hot garbage here this year with the Concrete Crypt and JBL and Mama Sangre. But, you know, <laughs> I thought we just kind of needed a break from all that, a break to remind us of the fun stuff that we love doing this podcast for. And, you know, full disclosure... I'm also on vacation this week uh, in real life, so we're pre-taping this one, getting an extra episode that we can slot in there as a break because, you know, I don't want my wife to kill me for going to record a podcast in the middle of our vacation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to have to do this thing solo after you come come, come back or don't come back from vacation. <laughs> I might end up in a concrete crib myself. You could. If she Boy, does I the right thing. Yes. <laughs> exactly. We figured we'd do the right thing and record early, so yeah. We're slotting this in there late. And we're doing the right thing by going back and honoring the original concept of our podcast, which is to cover every single Undertaker pay-per-view match. And in the early days when we were doing this, we didn't think we'd cover some of the, you know, lesser Royal Rumble matches, of course. You know, obviously we were planning on covering 2007 because he wins that one, and that's a very important one. But maybe some of these other ones where he's just an entrant in there, we weren't sure what the podcast was, how we were going to cover it. So we skipped over the 91, 92, and 93 Royal Rumble. But uh, kind of on a whim, we did a watch-along for the 97 Rumble and had a lot of fun doing it. And so we've done that ever since. And so it's kind of always been on my mind ever since that to go back and hit these early Royal Rumbles we missed to fully have that completism of the podcast and so that's what we're kicking off here we'll, we'll hit the other two as bonus shows somewhere down the line uh, so just we'll keep keep your eye out for them it'll be a little surprise whenever they pop up on your podcast feed in the months to come but we're gonna hit the 1991 one tonight and this would have in theory this would have been the second episode yeah. of our podcast <laughs> crazy man yeah episode number two coming at you right here <laughs> 
a little bit better sound quality than it would have had back then. Yeah, we've learned a bit. <laughs> we, we've grown a lot uh, doing this. We've seen The Undertaker evolve in so many ways. And so uh, before we get to the match, there's not really any buildup because The Undertaker is not really feuding with anybody. He's not a pivotal part of this match. So there's not a ton of that to, to, to talk about. But I thought we could set the scene a little bit since it's been so long since we covered this era and talk about what The Undertaker was doing somewhat during this time. And I think the biggest thing that comes about during this time is that The Undertaker is still managed by Brother Love during this time and during this match. You know, I I think for the longest time as a kid growing up, I thought Survivor Series 90, he's managed by Brother Love. And then he pretty much transitions to Paul Bearer like right after that. But he really sticks around with Brother Love for a couple months. Man, I... Yeah, I thought the same thing. I thought it was like days later, you know, that he switched to Paul Bear. But, yeah, it wasn't. It was a couple months, and uh, it's going to be – yeah, it's weird to think about him having anybody but Paul Bear. As we just recently buried Paul Bear on the podcast here. Um, it is weird to think about him coming out with anybody else. So, interesting. And he's still very much a heel during this time, and he's oh, yeah. just establishing that character, establishing that presence, doing some squash matches on TV. I looked up on historyofwwe.com, and he really doesn't even compete much during house shows during this time. He's at the TV tapings, but as far as their records are, he's hardly ever on the house shows. But he's got some notable matches against uh, the Tugboat uh, as one of his big TV matches. Mm. And then obviously he's getting ready for a WrestleMania match with Jimmy Snuka coming up to kick off the streak and become the Phenom. But... That's just kind of who he is. He's got the gray gloves. He's still formulating that character. hes I don't even know if he had the tombstone quite yet. Well, well he does do the tombstone in the Survivor Series match, but he's still hes doing a lot of different moves and, and sort of yeah. figuring things out. So it'll be interesting to see what he really does in this match and if we can see sort of the early incarnations of any of the signature moments of his character. Heck, he may even bring over the old heart punch. From yeah. old me, Mark Callis days. So who knows? We'll find out. I'll be honest with you. It's been a forever since I've seen this Rumble, man. Mm. Uh, so it's going to be fun for me to go back and watch this one once we click play here in just a minute. So yeah, what were you I mean, doing? It's in... been a long time. <laughs> what were you doing in 1991? In January of 91, <laughs> I was four years old. So uh, <laughs> so are you? Yes, yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, four years old. So yeah, I can't tell you what I was doing. <laughs> I was probably playing with Teddy Ruxpin and uh, <laughs> maybe a G.I. Joe or a Battle Beast or something. So probably my brother's uh, diecast Optimus Prime. Mm, there you go. Yeah. yeah, I probably was playing with some Ghostbusters and some yeah. Ninja Turtles because I had yeah. just about those. Those were my primary figures during this time. And this definitely predates either of our fandom of wrestling. I... My first memories are when I was five years old, so somewhat later in 1991 before I became a fan. So this predates me, and I have seen this Rumble, but for me, 1990 Rumble was my go-to because our local video store, video to go had that one, and they uh, they did not have the 91 Rumble. They like they had the 90 and the 92 and 93. But and, and so I would rent the 90 like all the time. That was one of my go-to <laughs> rentals. And I actually, when they went out of business, I that's one of the tapes that I purchased was that 90 Rumble and Survivor Series 90, uh, two of my favorite shows to watch. So I've seen that one a million times. I think, I'm not sure I saw this one until it came on the network, man. Like it was yeah, just like a I, blind spot I, for me. I don't know. 
it's been a long time since I've watched this. I mean, I don't even know. I may not have even seen the whole pay-per-view. I may have just seen mm-hmm. this match, too. I don't. I can't verify that I've seen this whole show, but I know I've seen this match. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's been a long time. Well, we are going to do a watch-along, as we've done with the other Royal Rumble. So we're going to give you guys the timestamp here to queue up the WWE Network. It is at 1 hour, 56 minutes, 45 seconds. So that's one hour, 56 minutes, 45 seconds on your WWE Network. Cue it up. It's pretty much right where the little dot on there, if you are on the website or on the Amazon or whatever service you're using, if you can skip right to that match listing, it's pretty much right exactly there. You've got where it says live, Miami Arena, Miami, Florida. They've got a wide shot of the screen. So if you want to cue that up and watch along with us, or if you're in your car or at the gym or whatever, we're going to try to make this as entertaining as possible as we just do some commentary on these guys. A lot of guys we have probably never covered on this podcast. for real. I'm excited. It'll be fun to talk about these 90s gimmicks and and relive our childhood in these days. So uh, you don't have to watch along, but it'll be a little extra added bonus if you are. Uh, this yeah, is... and I have not gone back and seen the roster. I have not seen the point who's coming in. What it's going to be all a surprise for me. I cannot. I, mean, I remember who wins. Obviously, I don't even remember when Taker comes in. So yeah. this is going to be fun. I haven't checked out any roster, so we'll butcher a couple names. It'd be great. Same here. Same here. <laughs> it's coming right after uh, Virgil turned on Ted DiBiase, and just an iconic oh. moment right here. I watched the end of that as I was trying to get the timestamp ready. Was just what perfectly done storytelling that was, but. One hour, 56 minutes, 45 seconds. Let's kick it off. Travis, why don't you give us a countdown and tell us when to hit play. I'll give the old three, two, one, go, or three, two, one, play, and then we'll do that. So, all right, everybody, three, two, one, play. All right. Bienvenidos a Miami. <laughs> Will Smith, of course, there, performing live. <laughs> yeah. He was a young a young kid and probably in the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air at this point. So. Yeah. Oh, look at that set, oh, dude. Oh, look, look at that. It's beautiful. Oh, <laughs> look at that Brad man. Hart. The man first. who drew number one with the Silver Shades. So very yeah. early on here in his singles. I don't even know if he was singles yet. I think he was still tag team at this point. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't remember. Number one, baby. Number but, one. Bret Hart drawing the short straw. You know, whoever draws number two is also number one, right? I mean... Yeah. They're both tied for number one, right? They might as well just go from one to three. So, But, you know, it just doesn't have that same... I know, I know. You know, that same feeling. Look at the Fink right there in the ring. Fink looking the same age he does now, except he's got a uh, cord connected to his microphone. So, that's the only difference. That's it. Who's out next? Uh, Jimmy Hart is trying to give a pep talk to old Dino Bravo. So, a couple oh, Canadians... My. Man, I would love to find that jacket. Piano key necktie. (laughs) Piano key necktie. (laughs) Mugatu invented that. (laughs) Jimmy Hart was the innovator. No, Mugatu did. No, dude, Jimmy Hart, man. Zoolander. Couple Canadian legends in the ring uh, squaring off. (laughs) Dino Bravo in the periwinkle pants. (laughs) That's his signature, man. The Canadian strong man. Uh, Oh, look at that. You don't see a body like that on TV. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But that was like what Vince wanted, man. Oh. Just the barrel-chested. Yeah, that's what. (laughs) Like your grandpa. Exactly. Like your grandpa looked like he took his shirt off. World War II body. (laughs) (laughs) World War II body. 
and he nearly. <laughs> Never heard that. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is, man. <laughs> Bret Hart's about to eliminate old Dino. Oh, do you Ooh. see the referee out there, Travis? Who is that? That's old I Shane O'Mac. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Look at Shane. He's about 10 years old out there. I think him and The Undertaker might be the only two guys still on the roster from <laughs> this <laughs> They just wrestled last month. Exactly. <laughs> oh, what a world we live in. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Look how big Dino is. Golly. Yeah, he really dwarfs the hitman. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, his hair came straight out of a can, bro. This is out of control. He is going to give... Ooh, what? what, The old... um, Moves of doom to Brown. Brown Hart literally holding his butt. (laughs) (laughs) The old Manhattan drop. No one... Or Manhattan drop, excuse me. No one sells it like Brown Hart just did. No, no one ever holds their butt. No. No, no one does atomic drops anymore. I was thinking about that the other yeah. day. Like, when was the last time I saw anybody do an atomic drop? But it was like a signature move back in the day. I know. I'm always wondering how it was legal, though. Why? How's a low? How's a low blow? Uh, you, you're hitting the spine. Legal. You know, you're hitting the butt, not hitting the crotch. Mm, I don't know. If you execute it properly. Depends. Four, three, two, one. Next entrant. Now, was that? Oh, the picture in picture. Oh, the comes. hammer. The hammer. Greg Valentine. <laughs> look at that. Stop. Hammer time. Talk about, look at that. Yellow boots. Ooh. Another guy with that barrel-chested body. And yeah. They, I always thought Greg Valentine was so funny as a kid because his face just was so sour no matter what, <laughs> man. It's just that scrunched up. <laughs> like sourpuss face, twenty four seven man, and he looked. He's one of those guys that looked the same age forever. He looks the same in two thousand nineteen as he does. Oh yeah, in nineteen ninety one. When we just covered talking about seeing him at the Hall of Fame at WrestleMania twenty, he looked just like this. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> same hair, same face, same body. Oh man, and yeah, he was just pointing at uh, Jimmy Hart. I believe he had just broken up with Jimmy Hart as his manager. Uh, and you know you'll remember Valentine was in the Undertaker's debut match at WrestleMania nineteen. Excuse me, Survivor Series nineteen nineties on his team uh, with Rhythm and Blues, and I think Rhythm and Blues had just broken up at this point. So that's why he was yelling Whoa. at Jimmy Hart as Dino Bravo, first man eliminated. Dino is out. That'd be a earthquake on the back of Jimmy Hart's would. Uh, jacket there. <laughs> I need a, I need that jacket, man. That'd be great. I bet you. Um, what's that company that? Oh. <laughs> Valentine just threw Jimmy Hart off the edge. What's that company that does those retro uh, jackets? Oh like yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Chalkline. Chalkline. They might make can do one. They could. I think Paul Heyman should airbrush Brock Lesnar on the back of his jacket. That should oh be his new man, gimmick. that'd be great. Bret Hart now trying to get the uh, Valentine. We got Hart and Valentine. To, nice combo there. Trying to pull his pants down. Give us a little <laughs> moonshine there. <laughs> oh. Eight seconds left for the next entrant. So Dino was in number two, and he was out number one. So Yeah, man. There you go. And number four is going to be go. the greatest fourth horseman of all time, Paul Roma. Oh, the misplaced <laughs> horseman Roma. Yeah. Golly. Dude. What's on the, same, the back of his pants? Oh, glory. Glory. Yeah. Power, power and glory. glory. Yeah, he's got Slick coming out to the ring with him. Uh, dude, I saw Matt Coon on Twitter saying that Steve Mongo McMichael was a worse horseman than Paul Roma was. And I could not no. agree with that at all, man. No. 
<laughs> Paul Roma was terrible. Mongo was less terrible, but he was still terrible. But I agree. But yeah, Paul Roma is the worst horseman there ever. He's worse than Lex Luger as a horseman. One hundred percent, man. Like, dude, that is the third Atomic or Manhattan drop we've seen in this match. Oh yeah, I feel like that's a signature for Royal Rumbles. During this oh yeah, there's <laughs> not a lot forearm, of wrestling. Forearm, yeah, headbutt, <laughs> and Atomic drop. That's what yeah. you did during these matches. I mean. That glory, we're about to see his glory pole as his pants are going so far up his crack. <laughs> glory. Bret Hart, only person in the match that doesn't have a mullet right now. Yeah. So, so I guess that's why they're attacking him. He wouldn't join the club. <laughs> yeah, they're both teaming up on. Oh, not for long. Never mind, Greg. Oh, nah, no soul to gut, the gut kick. Every man for himself. I mean, These guys are no selling a lot. <laughs> they are, <laughs> but that's all right, fun. man. Greg Valentine's just—I just can't get over that chest, dude. That is more <laughs> too, buddy. That's, that's the most perfect thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> oh, headbutt to the 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 small of the spine, Bret Hart. Ooh, the, nobody does the elbow on top of the head like Bret Hart used to do either. They don't, man. They don't. People should just watch his matches and do everything he did. <laughs> just bring it all back. Yeah. And he's, uh, look how different he looks and everybody in there, too. Well, setting himself apart. He's really ahead oh. of his time. One of my favorites, the Texas Tornado, Kerry Von Erich, coming out to the ring. Like, dude, I cannot describe to you as a five-year-old how much I loved the Texas Tornado. I was, my wrestling name as a kid was the Tennessee Tornado. That's who yeah. I called myself <laughs> for years. I don't know why. I think it was the fringe on his boots, the tassels. I was going to say, is it the tassels? Like, and I know that sounds petty, but like seriously, <laughs> as a child, like that's something you're attracted to, you know? Dude, Greg Valentine just did the greatest sell of all time to Tornado Punch. <laughs> yes. Just fell, just stood there for a second, and then flopped <laughs> on his face. Oh, Bret Hart with a scoop slam. Yeah, is it the tassels? Because I mean, like I said, I mentioned in episode one, since so this is episode two of our show, in episode one, I mentioned how I became a fan just watching Sting and seeing mm. him and the, the, the bright colors and the hair and Absolutely. the charisma. And, like, that's as simple as that was when I was five years old or whatever, six years old, seeing him. That's what drew me in. So it could be the tassels on this, this man's boots that drew you in, you know? It was, dude. I, I, that's why I love the Renegade in WCW. <laughs> <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't go down that road. <laughs> oh, I was definitely a Renegade. Number one fan. Look at Slick out there. So, so far we're at uh, two deceased men in this match, Dino Bravo and Texas Tornado. So it's probably going to be quite a few in this one from 1991. Mm, Oh, yeah. It's going to be quite a bit. It's going to be sad. Oh, man. Drop kick. Drop kick. Shane McMahon scoping out the action out there. Taking notes. Here comes A-Train. (laughs) <laughs> rolling through <laughs> it's across the street from my house that guy holding his child up in the crowd he's like holding up by the dude these guys in the front row is not amused it looks like uh who does that look like pretty much any wrestler in the 80s he's waiting for the undertaker man here he comes oh man <laughs> not quite uh the model rick martell a guy you just rick. you talked about loving him in wcw a few weeks I ago i did i did i loved his match with booker t uh, TV title match. I loved. I loved him in WCW. I wasn't really a fan of him in WWE because I didn't really see much of him in there. Ah, so it's funny. He's a fantastic heel. He's, oh yeah. 
He was the AWA champion there. Brief. I mean, when is he going in the Hall of Fame? Rick Martel. That's overdue. Is he not there? No. Oh, my word. He should be one of those, like, random ones I put in, you know? I'm surprised he's not one of those. Yeah, Rick Martel was great. Speaking of Rick Martel, I was just watching some SmackDowns recently from, uh, well, back when we covered SummerSlam, I guess it was, and uh, I forgot Mark Jindrak basically did a Rick Martel gimmick. <laughs> the reflection, reflection of, perfection. of perfection. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Dude, so. Greg Valentine is slaying me with his selling me. He just <laughs> yeah. did it again from Texas Tornado. <laughs> Slow motion flop to the ground from his punch, uh, man. He's so good. It's great. Look at all the colors in this match. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Purple pants, pink, black, yellow boots. Yep. I mean, it's like a bag of Skittles in there, man. <laughs> yep. You don't see now, that anymore. No, everybody's got either a World War II body or, like, a gym body. Nowadays, you see a bunch of, like, millennial beards, a bunch of tats, uh, not as cool hair as this, and yeah. everybody's wearing black. Everybody's wearing black. Yeah. Except, like, I mean, the women are, like, the only ones who don't do that yeah. as much. Uh, but even then, a lot of them still do. I mean, Becky oh. Lynch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rick Martell was just taunting a little bit, and old Glory gave him the old Glory forearm. Gave him the glory. Yeah. <laughs> gave him the power and the glory. <laughs> Bret Hart's taking a nap, pulling his knee pads up. You know. Just waiting the next per- person to come in. Who's it going to be? Oh, there you Tatanka's got something in Oh, it's not Tatanka, man. That's Saba Simba. Saba Simba. A.K.A. Tony Atlas. Hall of Famer. Uh, I believe this is famously when Roddy Piper, uh, uh, Grill Monsoon, says that's Saba Simba, and Roddy Piper is like, that's not Saba Simba, that's Tony Atlas. <laughs> oh, he commentary during this match. <laughs> oh, whoops. Yeah, that is one thing, man. Like, So in this ring, you've got the Texas Tornado and Saba Simba, two guys who had established careers before they got there. But this, sure. is just, this shows the, like, this is the epitome of Vince having to rebrand you, especially back then, you know? You're not Mark Callis. You're the Undertaker, you know? You're not Kerry uh, uh, Von Erich. You're the Texas Tornado. You know, it's it's all about gimmick and brand. Like, Tony Atlas should be Tony Atlas, you know? Rick Martell was AWA champion. Yeah, now he's the right. model. <laughs> you know? Yeah, Greg exactly. Valentine had been around forever, too. And, like, yeah, man, you're absolutely right. I think Greg Valentine was still Greg Valentine. He was, you know, even, yeah. But like, these guys did a total – it's almost like when – I mean, they did that forever, you know. It's just been in the last five years they've even let anyone keep a modicum of their old history, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and their name and stuff. So it's it's still rare sometimes nowadays. Do you remember I the – there's a lot uh, of new guys on NXT that uh, – had to change all their names recently, but sometimes they'll let people come in and keep their name. Oh, yeah, they go through weird kidding. phases of that. Oh, he's going yeah, for the claw? He's going for the claw, Tornado? Oh, we can't see it. Camera cut out. He's holding that hand up. Yes! Oh, he's got it. One of my favorite moves. Uh, it's one I've used as a finisher in my backyard wrestling many times as a creative wrestler. I love the Iron Claw, man. <clears throat> but uh, So good. Uh, another, another atomic drop. This is uh, Bushwhacker okay. Butch? Yeah, it's Butch. Your dad. Whacking his way. <laughs> Look at the crowd, man. <laughs> Look at that, dude. Every On single one of them. <laughs> fist bumping like his jersey short. Look at that dude in the front row just stood up. Oh, man, loving it. Look at this. And he, 
Oh, this isn't when he bushwhacks right no, out. No, <laughs> I thought he put it on the top. He is bushwhacking all over the ring. Oh, Greg uh, Valentine stops it. With he's not top. having that. I was going to say, remember that MTV True Life, I'm a Wrestler with a... Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> the Simba's only the second person eliminated? Yep. With uh, Tony Atlas was on it. That was the first time yeah. I ever heard of Tony Atlas. He was like homeless on that MTV True Life, eating tuna out of a can in like some shack. That was I didn't know who Tony Atlas was, uh, but I had no idea he was a legend. <laughs> MTV True Life. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Special Delivery, Rory Fox. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Good stuff. Look at the bald spot on the bushwhacker. Oh, my. I mean, he's got a head full of hair, except for right there in the back. <laughs> yeah, you don't see wrestlers who look like him anymore. Either. No. It looks like he just came off of, like, maintenance at, like, a factory, you know? And then he just showed up for the rumble. He got <laughs> in his same outfit. On. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, a lot of these guys look like working men, you know? They look like yes. blue-collar guys yes. that went to work during the day and then came to wrestle at night. Even though this is their job. They don't look like it. <laughs> no know, way, I'm, man. That's not, not like a cut down. It's just uh, it's the way it used to be. But then you got the model who looks like a stud. I mean, he looks right. You got a mix of things in here for sure. Yeah. As we uh, get the countdown again, Texas Tornado riding the ropes. Uh, Mr. Why Glory did, is riding the ropes over there. Why did Butch just fall? There he just slipped. <laughs> here we go. Oh, oh yeah, snake! We got some star power now. Jake, the there snake coming go. out. Because yeah, star power. Bret Hart's not a star at this point, you know. No, Look no. How tall Jake is, man. He really does. You he towers over everybody. And this is after the model had blinded Jake the Snake with his arrogance perfume. So that's why they're oh, getting oh, that man. spotlight Death there. Buster. Another move you don't see anymore, man. No, dude, what is a house it? of fire! Oh yeah. Is it Mania where they're going to have the blindfold match? Yeah. blindfold match. It'll be yeah. this year at Mania. Yeah. Short arm yeah, clothesline. So good. Oh, beautiful. Look at that charisma. As quiet the yes. talker as he is, uh, he is blowing up right now. Oh, and the model rolls out. Running away, man. They're not going <clears> to <throat> give you all of it here at the Rumble. you gotta, you got to wait till Mania to really see it. Yep. Oh, Snake went out and chased him back in. Great the model gets away. Yep. Yeah, man. Good storytelling. Excellent. Building that anticipation to see them get at it at, the, at Mania. So. I think we both talked about Jake the Snake definitely being one of our favorites as a kid. Oh, yeah. Just, again, that whole Sting theory. Like, yeah. him having the snake coming out there. It just jumped off the screen to you as a kid. Oh, yeah. When I was a small kid. I mean, I, I didn't even... Wasn't a huge wrestling fan, but I had the toy of him with the, with uh, yes. Damien. You know, it's just that's the best toy ever. Absolutely, uh, I, I used to use that snake for a bunch of my other toys. You know, to play with them. <laughs> but uh, anyway, the model can't seem to get, pull himself back he in. Can't get his grip. Can't get his grip. Jake's trying to knock him off. I love how like none of their clothes match. Like his purple on his pants and his knee pads is different from the purple on his <laughs> like boots. I like his giant shoelaces on his boots, too. They are gigantic. They're probably 25-foot shoelaces. Here we go. The other half of Power and Glory, Hercules. Hercules, Hercules. For being named Hercules, he's one of the smallest guys in the match. (laughs) I think he was on an off cycle during this match, probably. Uh, Because he used to be huge, man. 
Yeah, I tell you what he hadn't seen in a while, and that is his son. <laughs> he is the lightest. Oh, Bret Hart with a backbreaker, like only Bret Hart can do, right on the model's back, breaking his back. But we have only had two eliminations. Yeah, it's getting kind of crowded in here. Bret, Bret Hart's been in there for like 20 minutes, seems like, at this point. Yeah. Getting close oh, to it. Everybody's trying to throw him over the top. Come on, come on. Who's going to go next? And uh, we should mention this is not under the traditional Rumble rules of being for a title shot. That right. first time that came into play was 1993. So they're, they're just fighting yeah. for pride and for the victory here. Thrill of victory. That's, That's it. it. I do love also how everyone has their name or something like that on the mm. back of their pants, pretty much. Mm. Good point. Uh, or on their uh, boots or something. But, yeah, I'd say, dude, that was, was that the fourth tornado punch we've seen? <laughs> And Power just stood there. He did not know how to sell like old hammer. No, man. Nobody sold like the hammer. No. That's my hammer. Oh, (laughs) Rick Martell. (laughs) Just tied up Jake the Snake in the ropes. And he's going to give him, uh, he's going to tickle his beard apparently. What is he doing? I don't know, but that's the story of this match is moves you don't see anymore. And (laughs) getting caught in the ropes, man, that was just like, that was such a signature back then. There's just so many good spots and moves that we need to send this match to the current roster for them to pull this stuff out, man. It's It's lost. There's no rules to break anymore. Mm. Heels can't be heels anymore. There's there's no rules to break. Great point. Great point. It's a problem. Here we go. Chico Santana. Ch- oh, oh, somebody just went over the top. Right? That was uh, Mr. Glory himself. Yeah. He just fell through the glory oh. hole. Oh, Tito Santana. <laughs> the ring. Uh, going up against his former partner in Strike Force, the model. So the model's getting the brunt of everybody's beatings tonight. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's wronged a lot of people, it seems. Tito oh, Santana, man. one of the rare men to get a win over The Undertaker during this time yeah. period in like a Spain house show you can find on YouTube out there. Uh, we didn't really cover it much, but it's like just a really random, clean win. <laughs> yeah, because they were in like, yeah, Madrid or something, weren't mm-hmm. they? I think yeah. it was, yeah. It's a fun little anomaly. Maybe we'll cover it, yeah. talking about hidden gems one day. I'd like to do an episode yeah. on that one day. Uh, Hercules right there. He'd be the uh, next deceased person in this match. So I guess that Dang it. takes us up to three. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, Hidden Jim. Speaking of Hidden Jim, where's Jim the Anvil? He's oh, he's coming. Us right now. He's, he's coming, coming, though. Jim, Jim Duggan's coming, too. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Oh. <clears throat> Man. These people, though, that's the only thing about the Rumble is that you you can stay on your feet for about 50 minutes. I mean, stay on your in, on your butt. For about fifty minutes, and then you gotta get up at the end when everybody's, you know, when it's getting close to time. So right, they try to keep it hot, hot action. There's been a lot of action in this match, though. I mean, even if it's just uh, putting putting uh, people over the top rope and stuff like that, it's still been a lot of action going on. So <laughs> Greg Valentine trying to get two people out at once right now. It looks like, but <laughs> Bret Hart stops him for some reason. That never makes uh, sense when you see that in a rumble. No, never. No, nobody's gone for a pinfall yet, so that's good. Yeah, that is good. That's uh, who's? Oh, there we go. Here, out next, brother love, and the, the dead man, the Undertaker. I wish he'd wear that outfit with like the cut off sleeves yes. up top. 
At least some point before he calls it cool. Look at that seriousness. Low cut on the shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> only Slides the, in the bottom. Only the bottom button. Bret Hart's the first one he attacks. Yeah, another guy he faced off against Ooh. in that first match. Got Double that ch- choke lift. And Bret Hart wow. is Wow. Undertaker looking like a stud. Yeah. From the get-go, eliminating somebody. We haven't seen Bret many Hart eliminations, and he takes him right out. Yeah, and Hart's been there the entire time, so that's awesome. Tornado. His first elimination. That's a trivia question. There you go. Who was who was the Undertaker's first elimination in the Royal Rumble? The Hitman. The Hitman Clark. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> look at that choking. intensity. Oh, oh man, choking the tornado. Matt Hardy might can slap a tornado, but the Undertaker can choke a tornado. <laughs> <laughs> I can choke a tornado. I think he's gonna eliminate a tornado here soon. It looks like I, I don't know. Eliminate Bret Hart. Yeah. Oh, Jake the Snake just made a mistake. Tornado punch. And oh, he no sells it too. Wow. Out there, brother loves getting down. Oh, he's having a great time. <laughs> he loved it. Dude, Slapping this the apron. Oh man, I wish this old... match happened. Tornado and Undertaker, man, I, I'd love to see that. I bet it did in Dallas. It know, might have before, yeah. yeah. But yeah, as the Undertaker would have been great. Look, he's just choking him down. He, you know, I know we're obviously marks for him, but he just stands out in this match right now. You yeah. look at that ring; he looks different. He has a different presence. He has a different yeah. feel, and it just—he's a rookie at this point. But yeah. he he works differently, and here comes his WrestleMania opponent, Jimmy Snuka, just hussing his way to the ring, right now. blown up. <laughs> but yeah, Taker—he's not just Jimmy Boots and tights. You know, he's got a—he's mm. got a character. He's got. Black outfit, you know, he just definitely stands out. You know, uh, it's my new creative wrestler on the video game, Jimmy Boots and Tights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jimmy and Johnny, Bo- remember those jobbers on like Raw? I call them Jimmy and Johnny Boots and Tights. So. <laughs> oh my god, there goes a uh, Butchwhacker Butch, second elimination from The Undertaker. Yeah, look at that. Oh, taking out the tornado, trying to get him out. He's getting the like original diesel push right here. Yeah. He's like clearing out the ring and choking out Tornado right there, man. Brother Love <laughs> getting yelled at by Shane McMahon. <laughs> uh, probably the opposite happens nowadays. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, on our screen, currently in the WWF, E, are The Undertaker, Shane McMahon, and Bruce Pritchard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look at that. And, well, Bret well, Hart's not there anymore. Never mind. He's not on the screen anymore. A couple of these guys have, uh, I think, well, I don't know if anybody has a Legends contract. Yeah. Look at him. Oh, Greg. Oh. The hammer with an elbow hammering to the back of Taker's head. And, and nothing, dude. No. He's still on his feet. No one has taken him down yet. He's getting a huge, huge rub and push. Uh, right in the middle of this rumble. Everyone going after him. Yeah. Dropping the ha- hammer. Haku in there. Oh, never mind. That's uh, <laughs> Snooker. Looks like he's got Haku hair, man. Yeah, he does, man. Him. He really yeah, does. Haku hair, though. Another guy who's passed away, sadly. I think that's number Golly. four on this match. Oh, Undertaker with a Ric Flair chop. Oh. Yeah, Davy Boy. Hustling his way out of the ring. <laughs> Dude. Now that is a man right there. <laughs> Amen, brother. Golly. Oh my God. 
I mean that in a strictly platonic way, but look at that man. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, dude. That is 100% pure English beef right there. Especially with those dreadlocks, dude. Yes. This is oh. my favorite look for Bulldog, probably because it's what I grew up on. Yeah, yeah. But what's your favorite? The dreads, because yeah. when he was in tag team in WCW with Sting. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. He had the dreads like that. And he and Sting, Sting would be painted up like America, and he had the British. Dude. That was my favorite Davy Boy. Yeah, was WCW one. He's underrated, man. I can't. Another guy who's like, why is he not in the Hall of Fame yet? Also passed away. Yep, sadly. I think that's number five for our count here. I mean, he works out his upper body and his lower body. I mean, he's got legs and arms. Some of these guys oh, are yeah. just arm guys, you know. Taker with the choke. Hey, with his nipple almost hanging out on here. Tito, <laughs> sure. Van Hammer style. <laughs> and then Valentine's choking him from behind. We got a double choke. But there are no DQs, no countouts. No. Jake Snake, tallest guy in the ring besides Taker. Oh, Jake just broke his own ankle. <laughs> he fell. Yep, having a he seat right there. He had to move to Martell and fell. Another atomic drop. Dude, there have been 15 <laughs> atomic drops or Manhattan drops in this match. So Give far. me more. Give me all the <laughs> atomic drops, man. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. Yeah. Dude, look at Pritchard out there. He's probably, what, 20... 26, Nine 7, 8, yeah. Isn't yeah, that crazy? Yeah, he's very young. Isn't that wild? I think he started when he was, what, 24 or something, I yeah. think, in like 88. So, yeah, he's... Yeah. I mean, Taker's in yep. his 20s right here. Yeah. Right? Yeah, wouldn't he be? And look, he's more, looks like more man I'll ever look. Not 100%, <laughs> man. Got that red-haired mullet. As, uh, oh! Oh, Barry Darso, Demolition Smash coming out to the ring. Got to try smashing folks. Mr. Holman won himself. You see the movie Beastmaster, right? Uh, sure, yeah. You know the bad guys, uh, they wear the same outfit as Demolition. <laughs> Which one came out first? I think Beastmaster. Oh, I don't know. Probably 80, late, late 80s, so I don't know. I know the Road Wars came out first. <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> go. Demolition came. I don't care what Bruce Richard said. I don't care, man. I love Demolition. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love yeah. them both. Yeah. And Did- just to get improved, you don't have to be in shape to be a wrestler at this point <laughs> in the game. Just put on some face paint and some S and M gear. <laughs> <laughs> Bastion Brothers. Oh, oh I think big uh, old someone on. got them. No, I guess Martell's getting back in there. Maybe he didn't go over the top. Hard to tell here. Um, tell you what, man, Demolition Smash. I didn't have like a bunch of Hasbro figures. I just had some random ones. Oh, I had, oh, I had Jake the Snake. I had Jake's out. had the Bushwhackers, and I had Demolition Smash. Didn't have Axe, but I had Smash. Dude, so he got a big push in my uh, figure fed because he just t- he looked so cool, man. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was Darso, and then the other one was uh, what's his name? Bill oh, Eady. Bill huh? Eady. Yeah. And then Crush was added way later. Crush was the yeah, Oh, look at that, Mr. Fuji. Mr. Fuji. Guy who plays Dude, a role what? in this podcast. Yeah. Where's Johnny Polo? I need him. Uh, <laughs> some shades of Polo. <laughs> he could be uh, over in WCW. I don't remember when he came over. Yeah, he's probably just getting started um, at this point. Yeah, he probably, yeah. Taker taking out Bulldog. If you'll remember a little trivia, Taker... And Bulldog, uh, that was the first, the only guy he ever defended the WWF championship against during yes. his first reign. Speaking oh, of Road Warriors. man. 
That is what a rush. That is a man right there, man. That, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And I don't care what anybody says. That is the greatest tag team. Like, they yeah, are amazing. Yeah, it's hard to argue that. And as a kid, I remember watching them, and then the Steiners just blowing me away. The mm-hmm. Steiners were like the Robots, where they were like actually athletic. You know what I'm saying? Like, but they were still just crush people in the ring. Yeah. But yeah, Robots, man. Again, the face paint, dude. That is attracting to them and the spikes. The, and the haircut? The haircut, dude, yeah, What the is haircut. that haircut? <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. That dude, he didn't just do that this night. He did it 24-7. He lived that life, man, yeah. for 15 years. Oh, man. You know, it's funny. Like, that was what drew you into wrestling back then. It was larger than life. These yeah. beastly men with face paint and just, like, jacked up bodies and you know i'm not saying one's better than the other but nowadays it's like it's the smaller guys doing flips and acrobatics and crazy stuff it's Mm -hmm. like the complete inverse of what like i think draws younger people in now like a guy like ricochet is what you're like oh like as a kid i'm sure ray mysterio you're just like oh my god that's insane but like back then, yeah. it was Smash and Axe and Hawk and Animal and the Bulldog, Sting and like, the Warrior. Yeah, not one, one's not better than the other, but it's just funny how it's changed. Yeah, it is. It is. What did his pants say? I don't know. But Undertaker's taking it to him. The old Rogue Warrior. A little claw on the face right there. And another guy oh. who's passed away, unfortunately, depressing. Yeah. I think we covered that on the podcast already. Yeah, we did. We did. It's 2003. Oh. Who's next? Spike Dudley. (laughs) Shane Douglas. (laughs) Shane Dudley. (laughs) The dynamic dude himself. (laughs) He didn't come out on the skateboard, though. (laughs) (laughs) A very odd, rare appearance. I believe his only pay-per-view appearance besides the Dean Douglas stuff. Uh, He was like the hot young baby face here for a second. Such a weird sight to see. And, you know, Austin talks about how good of a babyface he was uh, when they used to wrestle. I think he was in WCW. or when they, I think he wrestled them over in Japan when they were on that tour where he broke his arm. Oh, or just forearm or whatever. Yeah. I think he was in six-man tags with him. and But anyway, he talks about how much of a hot babyface he was and just good. Because I always think of him as the franchise and as a of heel. Of course. Now, yeah. I think he's a fantastic heel. Um, we were talking before we started recording about ECW figures we used to have and how we both had Shane Douglas because I liked him, man. I liked him in WCW as the franchise. I liked him in ECW, and I just uh, I was a big fan of his. Yeah, he never really got that post uh, ECW WCW shutdown like run in the WWE. He was never invited back. <laughs> don't think. No, not not <laughs> at all. But like, I mean, he was a cornerstone of ECW. Oh, look at that. Well, he started it. I mean, he started the whole threw down the title and started right. the extreme championship wrestling thing. So, and he's got a podcast on Russo's brand. If those of you want to sign up for three ninety five a month, I did not know that. I will never listen to it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Triple Threat podcast moved over to Russo's brand. Okay, uh, about a month or two months ago. Well, there point, you go. So. Little plug for Shano. Shano D. Skin showing that anyone can have a podcast. <laughs> we appreciate you guys listening. To so ours. do we. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We fit into that. But uh, yeah, man, it's just it's weird to think about him being in WWF in 1991. It just doesn't oh, yeah. seem right. And his is, boy, Johnny uh, John Laurinaitis' tag team partner, still works there. He does. I think. 
Uh, he was never invited back. Uh-oh. Out of the darkness. Who's Someone gonna be? tripped. Big yellow finger. Through the curtain. It's All right. not. No one. <laughs> Those of you watching or not watching at home, the camera just panned into the picture-in-picture picture to show whoever's coming out next. The curtain moved. Nobody came out, and the picture-in-picture picture went away. So, You know, it's uh, weird. They did that for a few different of these early rumbles. They would have someone be injured or hurt or something and not make it into the match. Like, Yeah. I mean, that happened in the 94 Royal Rumble, I remember, because I, I watched that one a million times. And, like, they, they played it up because Bret Hart was hurt earlier in the night. Oh, and yeah. they played up, like, oh, that must have been Bret Hart. And then Bret Hart, like, comes out two entrants later and, like, yeah. gets a big pop or whatever. But, yeah, I don't know, man. That was, like, a weird thing they used to do. Yeah. I don't know why. Those guys should still be in the match. Look at Pritchard's ponytail, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's giving Heyman a run for his money. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh Bulldog man. with a jumping headbutt. Oh, man. Again, just so much color in the ring. Yeah, so much neon and bright colors. Yeah, so much 80s. It's great. Yeah. Even though it's 91. It's 91. <laughs> yeah. And kind of, you know, like... Really, Shane Douglas and Undertaker are the only guys here. Maybe you could say Bulldog. <laughs> what is? Oh, Beastmaster. That's a bad guy from Beastmaster. Oh, okay. <laughs> it looks like Demolition. A little bit. <laughs> it's disturbing. You need to delete that from your phone history, man. <laughs> My history. Jenny's not gonna be happy about that. They do look like S&M characters. I never thought oh, about that. Man, man. I never knew what that was when I watched that movie. But uh, That movie is PG and it has uh, topless nudity. Isn't it. that really weird? It's strange. I think uh, it's very weird. The first vacation movie is like Ooh, that. Oh, yeah, it is. Hawk. Animal. They're together. In the ring. Oh, I wonder if Axe is going to be out soon. Speaking of John Laurinaitis, there's his brother. There he is. <laughs> look at that dude. He's just hammering down. On Smash. Dude, another man's man right there. Like, you would not want to mess with that guy. <laughs> no. And let's look at the ring. Okay, we got Hawk, Animal, Undertaker. We had Texas Tornado. We got the Hammer. Hercules. Got yeah, Hercules. Oh, no. Oh, Taker is eliminated by the Road Warriors. There's a little trivia. eliminated Animal. Or, I mean, uh, Hawk. It took the Legion of Doom to finally yeah. eliminate the Undertaker. It had a real strong, impressive showing in yeah. there. About 15 look, minutes or so in the ring. Wow. He's standing there. Pritchard can't believe it. Bruce, I mean, Brother Love can't believe it. Taker's just eyeballing him, getting in Shane McMahon's face. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That is cool. A little stare down mean, between actually. Taker and Shane McMahon. It's like, I'll see you in 2019. <laughs> oh, how weird is that? <laughs> I'll see you in 28 years. <laughs> oh, my God. Unbelievable, man. That's crazy, man. And, uh, That's crazy. Of course, he perfect tinned out of there, too. Oh, he yeah. On his, feet. on his feet. So good. Wow, what well, an impressive think, show. We got interrupted there with that elimination. I was just saying, like, they're all, like, names, like, gimmicky names, you know? But they weren't, like... The dumpster, you know, it was like Hawk, and it was kind of cool, you yeah. know, Undertaker. Nowadays, everybody's just Evar, Eric, <laughs> Eric Rowan. I don't know, it's just like, they just got names. And that's one thing we're running into in 2004, as we're currently covering, is that I've talked about, and you talked about, it's like this influx of 
of talent, but all they are is just a cookie-cutter guy with their first and last name. Here we go. There's Crush right there, one of my favorites. Uh, just another goes dead guy. Goes uh, Another dead guy and then another guy to prove your point, man. Just yeah. another name. Crush. Like a, just an awesome name. Sound like a, like a yeah. BA. Exactly. Yeah, man, I 100% Sting, agree with that. Vader, yes. Yokozuna. It's just their names were, were just – you didn't need uh, anything else, you know? That's why Ricochet is cool, dude. He's yeah. got a sweet name. Like he's, yeah, I mean, cool name. he's awesome in the ring, but yeah. he's also got a cool name that jumps out. Yep, it does. So, man, it's getting clogged. Very much. Oh, Davey Boy with the actual wrestling move, swinging neck breaker. <laughs> Look at that. Leave it to the Hart family to actually pull out wrestling. That's moves. right. Rick Ma- Model Martel's just modeling. <laughs> I know. He's posing up there. <laughs> he's posing up living the, the gimmick, man. Yeah, dude. He's probably – he's a lot older than you think he is, man. Like when he's here. I bet he's in his mid-30s already. Yeah. Or late 30s. And, uh, he's like so old in WCW. I didn't realize how old he was when he was wrestling Booker T back in 98. Valentine's been in this match for about 40 minutes, man. He was yeah. number three, if you'll remember. So he's like, <laughs> he's getting a workout in tonight. Oh, yeah. He's the Iron Man of this match so far. He is. Give the old Brock Lesnar shoulders in the corner. <laughs> With not a lot of gusto. <laughs> he's been there for a long time. Dude, I do not care about the criticisms of the Royal Rumble, of it being just forearm, 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 whatever, man. It. I'll yeah. take it every day, man. I enjoy this it. Is, I mean, yeah, we have no stake in this match right now, but, but this is enjoyable as heck, man. You could put this on to a casual fan and probably, they'd probably still get into it, you know, or just even like a random person. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and that's oh, why, uh, <laughs> that's why man, because you got like so much personality and yeah. so much charisma in the ring, right? <laughs> God That's bless Jim Duggan. Oh, I love this guy. <laughs> Thumbs up all the way. And tell everybody about the 2x4, the foam ones. Oh, I have one. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I took it to the Hall of Fame ceremony when he got inducted. Yeah. We were there, WrestleMania 27. I love me some Jim Duggan, man. Oh, yeah. It hurt my heart when he turned heel in WCW and Absolutely. joined Team Canada. It was a travesty. It wasn't right. It was like the equivalent of Hogan joining the NWO. But <laughs> it it, uh, it warmed my heart when he had a run in WWE in like 2005 to 2007. <laughs> active roster. <laughs> and his little Umbro shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Not even tights. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I mean... I know, like Dave Meltzer and Wade Kell, they probably hate Jim Duggan because, like, but I would I'd take his matches any day of the week, man. Like, I don't care that oh, yeah. he doesn't do moves and stuff. Nobody has more charisma, nope. in than this guy ever, man. Like, he's Again. a great freaking storyteller. Him and Vader yeah. had some barn burners in WCW, yes. man, for the U.S. title, like freaking four star matches, man. Just oh, yeah. like manly man fights. Oh, that's yeah. what that was. Let's see him go over to New Japan to the G1 Climax. Oh, yeah, right now. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> him and going John Moxley. Dude. Him and Moxley, him and uh, Kota Bushi oh or Kenta. You kidding me? Give me that, that now. Seven stars. Take my money. <laughs> Give me Will Ospreay versus Tim Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that match would be fun as heck. Oh, yeah. Those, cha- those Japanese people wouldn't know what to do. They would, they would be They'd all about go, it. They'd probably go, oh, <laughs> it'd be great. 
Who's coming out? Oh, oh Jimmy Hart's the back quake. Out. Dude. The shark. That is a type of wrestler you do not see anymore. No. <laughs> With his skullet, 350 pounds. <laughs> oh. Never been to a gym a day in his life. No. Didn't have to. Got like over a, without it. Not an ounce of muscle definition, but he just right. beat the crap out of you. Damn, an awful animal. Who's your favorite robe warrior, hawker animal? Uh, definitely hawk. Man, he jumped off the page to you. What a rush. I think animal's my favorite. Really? Just because oh, he was bigger. There he goes. <laughs> Earthquake yeah. just eliminated your favorite. Yeah, I think Animal's my favorite because he was bigger and more swole. That's interesting. As a kid, as a kid, I think as I'm older, I've grown to appreciate Hawk more. He did dive off the Titan Tron, which is crazy. Yeah, very sad, very tragic. Animal, another guy with a podcast, another guy still involved in the business quite a bit. <laughs> Crotch the old veteran. He's constantly to, putting down the current product. He's about to show up on SmackDown here soon, and what we're covering, man. Yeah. Weirdly enough, win the tag team yep. titles, I think. With Man. a Hayden, Hayden Reich. Oh, my. That guy's like the box of gimmicks. <laughs> what is going on? David Boy is checking Rick Martell's diaper. <laughs> corner. Oh, man. <laughs> just, who eliminates somebody that way? How do you eliminate somebody setting them on their neck and flipping them backwards over the top rope? <laughs> uh, well, let's you know re- we haven't seen yet? Skin the cat. We have not, surprisingly enough. I'm surprised <laughs> Shane Douglas hasn't done that. And say he's the only one that could skin the cat. Yeah, you're not gonna <laughs> see Earthquake do that. It's World War II vets, guys, who could not be able to skin the cat. Oh, this guy could oh, though. Oh Bobby Heenan the coming out with reflection of perfection. Mr. Perfect. That's right. You know, the longer time goes on, <clears throat> the more I miss that guy. Absolutely. He is incredible. Such an incredible wrestler. Two more really guys wish. that have sadly passed away. Yeah, dadgummit. Is he going to spit the gum? Where is it at? He is freezing cold in that arena, I'll tell you what. Yes, he is. <laughs> Dude, he just threw the rag over his back of his head, and he even caught it behind his back. Brilliant. That was impressive. Brilliant. Look at that. He's got the double tone. Absolutely, oh, man. I mean, usually he had black on top with the, the color on the bottom. Talk about colors, man. <laughs> he just did, did a flip. <laughs> He's putting okay. Greg Valentine to shame. Yeah. Here, this is the. I mean, this is Dolph Ziggler before there was Dolph Ziggler. Oh, great bump oh. from Duggan, man! Flipping out of the ring. Duggan bumping like Christian over the top row. <laughs> so those of you not watching, Valent, uh, oh, excuse me, I'm so tongue tied because that was just amazing. Uh, Duggan just Irish whipped Mr. Perfect into the corner to turn over. He hit his back and he did a front flip out of it. <laughs> As his bump. It was incredible. It was. We've got, uh, in the ring, we've got both Demolition, uh, Crush and Smash. And we got Valentine. We got Bulldog still. Perfect Earthquake. The Model. Uh, Shane Douglas. Skateboard. Quake. I think I said, who's Hercules somehow is still in there. He's still Saint in Jana there? still in there. Mother Goose. I think he missed his cue to get out of the ring. I think so. I don't know what he's doing. just standing around, not doing much. Basically, I think we got a lot of a lot of people dead waiting in there for Hulk Hogan to come in and eliminate. Soon. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> if I had to guess, who's coming in next? 
Speaking of the Speaking devil, of the devil, <laughs> he shall appear. Hulk Hogan running out and just conjured him up. Color and charisma. That crowd is on their feet now, bro. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, I oh, saw his wrestling buddy. Yeah, I just yep. I was about to say it. Yep. <laughs> you had that too. I sure did, man. Not even time to oh. take his shirt off, so he doesn't even mean business no. yet. It's not even serious. Not, not even serious. Oh, big boot. See ya. Bye-bye, Demolition Smash. Oh, going after the earthquake. They just had their big SummerSlam match a few months before this, so yeah. reheating that rivalry. Go for the ten punches. God, dude. Another thing nobody does anymore. Oh, man. Trying to eliminate Earthquake. That's a big task. <laughs> no kidding. He's trying to get those ham hocks up. Jimmy Hart's screaming in the corner. But What's your Mr. favorite uh, Earthquake gimmick? Man, earthquake? <laughs> it's it's got to be Earthquake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Golga, I guess, number two. <laughs> What? About the shark? No way, man. <laughs> no way. I got no love for the shark. What about um, Shockmaster? <laughs> no, that was his. Uh, uh, that was yeah. Tugboat, man. Yeah, no, that was who have, we have not seen yet. I believe it's no, still yet to come. Yeah, that was Fred Ottman. Yeah, I believe is his name. <clears throat> well, Dusty Rhodes is uh, cousin or brother or. So, somewhere, somewhere. Yes. yeah, somehow related. Cody Rhodes' uncle, Uncle Fred. I think, yeah, Uncle Fred. That's what he calls him. Look at that man. Powers, Hercules' his pants or his butt's hunger, man. It is chewing. It's like Ahmed Johnson. <laughs> it's not quite this, at those levels. This, Come on, no. Ahmed getting a lot of heat on podcasts recently. That's true. Heard the... Yeah, I heard oh, Stone Cold and Mark Henry talking about him. There he is. I love this guy. Anytime I saw him, I oh, wanted, no. I was captivated. Greg Valentine. By Ming. Taken out of the ring. But yeah, you're right, man. Any gimmick, anytime in place. Even when we covered him in 2001, yeah. <laughs> crazily yeah. enough. Look at those pants, dude. Those are incredible. It's like Lisa Frank pants, man. Dude, working barefoot? Something I would never want to do in any no. situation. <laughs> Rusev did, and then he quit because he hurt his foot. Yeah, everyone does. You only ever do it for a short period of time. Yeah, Matt Riddle's eventually going to put on boots. Yeah, he'll, he'll, I'm sure he'll he will. get over it. Yep. Look so, at that, man. Look at these studs in the ring. So many legends, so many Hall of Famers or deserve to be Hall of Famers if they aren't yet. Like Haku, like how is he not in the Hall of Fame yet? Yeah, seriously. I don't get it, man. And Shane Douglas, for some reason, still hanging out. In there. Still hanging out there, dude. How long has Rick Martel been in this match? He's been kind of an Iron Man too. Yeah. Oh man! Earthquake trying even, to pick Bulldog up out of there. Even Earthquake's outfit is loud. Like it's got a lot of color on it. Yeah. Dude, there is so much color. Everybody, man. Going on. That's what you did back then. That's what you yeah. don't do anymore. It seems like. Yeah. Oh, headbutt to the gut by British Bulldog. Right to it probably hurt his head. Oh, <laughs> look at that. Mr. Perfect and Davy Boy about to square off. Everyone's and, just kind of standing around right now. Yeah, they're like uh, waiting for the countdown. <laughs> yeah, something big's about supposed to happen, I guess. 
I don't know who it is. Let's see. Oh, oh that's something big right there. <laughs> yeah, the, the rhino. He's high stepping no. out there. Apple <laughs> just tripped up the ring. He just tripped getting in. A little too excited. Quads. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Love me some anvil. No. They just darted in there like that fan did and darted uh, and speared Bret Hart. Uh, the no. Mania. <laughs> how crazy, how guy. weird was that? Yeah, that was insane. Insane and stupid. Oh, see, see ya, Tito. Tito, catch you later. And then <laughs> he just cursed at him or something. <laughs> <laughs> Always liked the Anvil, man. He's a good guy. I liked him. I enjoyed him in WCW, too, for the minute he was there. After the screw job, yeah, I mean another guy with a just a very unique look, charisma, barrel chested, <laughs> <laughs> going after Hercules, Haku chopping away on Mister Perfect, Hulk Hogan. I'm surprised he hasn't eliminated more people yet. I know. We got to be getting yeah. close to the end here. Can't yeah. be too many more people left. You know what's always bothered me about Hogan in this era, or honestly most eras, is that his pants never matched his boots. Like wow. I was talking about earlier. It never it, it drove me crazy. That's funny. Drove me nuts how his pants were not the same color. They're off by like three shades. I'm like, dude. <laughs> his pants have like straight yellow and his boots are like gold. I honestly never thought about that. Oh man. It's seriously since I was a kid it's bothered me. Oh, that's why I, I liked when he went to the long pants. Yeah, and black and white. Didn't have to worry about it. Even red and yellow when he came back in like WWE, I liked when he went long pants. Interesting. Because I hated that he his pants and his uh, boots never matched. Oh, here we now go. Bushwhacker, bushwhacker number uh, number <laughs> bushwhacker <Ryan> Gill. <laughs> oh, man. Look at him, man. This guy. Uh, he doesn't even match Butch. He's got a different no. shirt on. Coming in off the factory line. Yeah. He seriously looks like he just got done at like uh, Purina Dog Child Place. Like working. <laughs> he might have, for all we know. <laughs> he bushwhacks and, right in. And there it is. <laughs> Perfect 10 landing. It's the record. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> that is, oh, that man. Is, the greatest elimination of all time. Kudos, I gotta give that an applause, man. Pat Patterson, kudos to you for putting that together. Oh, Did you man. know you booked this thing? That is insane. You didn't see that kind of comedy back then, no, either. Like, really that's didn't. that's fantastic. Just no now, sells it and bushwhacks right yeah. out. Nowadays, there's five of those spots in, in the there, Yes, you're right. There are five, of, there'll be uh, le- legitimately at least three of those, three or four of those comedy spots like that, and there'll be three or four of the old skin the cat or somebody gets thrown over and like flippity doos himself back in like like uh what's her name uh naomi does it all the time now kofi obviously that's his thing right sure uh, this past year casey catanzaro did it as well yeah uh, somebody else did it too like it's just like Ziggler's constantly skinning the cat and it's just like dude whenever jericho's there he skins the cat like 14 times in the rumble it's like come on man you can beat a dead horse too much <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I still love the Rumble. It's still probably my favorite pay-per-view of the year, but it's it's just it's not the doesn't quite live up to the older ones, man. Like it's hard. I, to. I enjoyed this. Yeah, I enjoyed last 2018s was uh, I really enjoyed the end of that one with the six or eight guys facing that was off cool. in the old era versus the new era. That was pretty neat. That was well done. 
So, all right, who's coming out next? Who is it? Oh, oh it's nasty time. It's about to get nasty. Talk about not having a working body. <laughs> He's just jaw jacking the whole way out yeah. of the ring. He's like, hug is my friend. Hug is my friend. Hug is my friend. Oh, <laughs> 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 he misses punches on Mr. Perfect and face planted. Bunch of Everyone's beating him up. <laughs> They're all laughing Everybody. at him. Uh, Everybody's. They're trying to keep him alive. I'm making fun alive. of him right there. <laughs> oh, God. He just got thrown in the corner. This is getting real. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to throw a hot take out to you, dude. All right. The Nasty Boys are the most underrated tag team of all time. Whoa. Well, yeah, I said it. I said it. They deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, man. Oh, without question. I don't know why they're not. I don't. I think they get. Do they not get enough praise? I don't think they do, man. You don't think so? I think they get kind of laughed at, but like they had some friggin' sick matches. They, oh yeah, barn burner brawls, slobber oh, knockers. Great stuff. Yeah, I, I always like the Nasty Boys. Brian Knobs' personal like life is more funny to laugh at, but yeah, of <laughs> yeah. course. But I mean, as far as the entertainment from them in the ring, I I always appreciate their matches, man. Dude. Little pity city. Somebody needs to bring that move back. <laughs> Kevin yeah. Owens do that. Yeah, dude. Or honestly, heavy machinery. They did the old uh, oh, pit yes. stop. <laughs> like, yes, that would get over like Rover in oh, 2019. Yeah. Dude, these production guys walking through the front. Oh, oh finally, Knobs eliminates Hercules. Wow. Is, did the nasty the boys? Brian Knobs. Have- Eliminated a Greek god. He did. Man, I'm telling you, he's underrated. Did the Nasty Boys have the greatest mullets in wrestling history? Uh, I think so. They're stone cold! Nathan <laughs> Jones! Goldberg! The warlord? <laughs> yeah, that is the warlord, actually. Yeah, you want to talk about a specimen. Gee. That guy is... This was like two... This was like Godzilla vs. King Kong, man. Oh Him my and Baby Boy. Look at that, dude. I believe they wrestle at WrestleMania 91 as well. WrestleMania yeah, 7. That's unfortunate. <laughs> I was never a fan of him. No, I was Matt, not I mean, either. He was really. kind of before my prime time, but like still, even going back and watching old stuff, I never really cared for him. I mean, I can oh, dig. Oh. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> Crushed, nearly decapitated by the Hulkster. <laughs> Hulk Hogan just tossed him over his head. Yikes. Oh, my word. That bump ski looked, like, very painful. Shane on Max telling Crush to get to the back. <laughs> go see a doctor. <laughs> yeah, go, go see, uh, what's that guy's name in the backstage that would fix all their necks or whatever? Uh, Pepe? Philippe, yeah. Fifi. Felipe. Yeah. <laughs> I got Rene Dupree's dog in my brain. Oh, man, I'm so right. sorry. Yeah, or Ric Flair's wife, either one. Dude, I, I dug Warlord and Barbarian, like uh, the tag team back in the Powers of Pain or whatever. But yeah, Warlord yeah, is but a you know singles which one guy. I like more? Bar- Barbarian. Yeah, I just he did he never did it for me, man. I don't know what it was. Man, I miss the Barbarian and, and Ming, dude. His freaking faces of fear, dude. From this angle, it looks like Hulk Hogan's fighting Stone Cold. <laughs> if you were just flipping through the channels, it's like whoa, whoa, Rumble oh. and Hulk Hogan eliminate Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> just like him, man. Oh, that is weird. He was an innovator. Ahead of his time. Yeah. 
Hogan has not missed a day in a tanning bed. Like not Hercules had the same one twice a Hogan. day. Hogan, yeah. Oh, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the tugboat. There he is, waddling his way out. Uncle Fred, <laughs> look at that's like Chuck. Oh, oh he's there it right is. After earthquake. There it is. The natural disasters. Look at that, man. There's a lot of beef in this ring right now. Okay. Did, oh. did you see Mr. Perfect take that bump and yes. stand up? That was awesome. He's the and man. Then, I'm telling you, man, Dolph Ziggler is, should should have been what Mr. Perfect was. But that ship sailed 15 years ago. <laughs> oh, unfortunately. Yeah. He's like the perfect blend of Dean Malenko and Mr. Perfect and Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, he just, yep. He doesn't. That's, again, the ship's sailed. Man, Ming, Haku, whichever one you want to call him. Just call him awesome. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nasty boy, Brian Knobs and Ming in the corner is like, this is like Dose Dose Saturday Night written all over it. Oh, yeah, I man. This is World War Three, 1995, right? Saying, yeah, <laughs> a lot of these guys will wind up in WCW in a couple of years. In fact, every single every person in the ring? In the ring. <laughs> Literally, literally, <laughs> not even joking. Including the managers on the outside, <laughs> Jimmy Hart and Bobby Heenan. Oh my goodness! Within the next four years, everyone in this ring will be a WWE. <laughs> well, I guess uh, Nightheart takes takes them seven years to get there. Six yeah, years. yeah, yeah. But within the decade, still within the next decade, everybody here is in the other company. That's amazing. That's pretty weird. That's funny. <laughs> Golly, you know, Martell, dude, he is hanging on there. Yeah, man. He's a freaking Iron Man. He had his working boots on. That had to be a rib back on those guys. (laughs) If you had to work an hour in the Rumble and not win. Yeah. God dang it. I'd much rather be uh, Bushwhacker Luke. (laughs) Probably (laughs) the same amount of pay. You get the same pay. (laughs) Same amount of time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I agree with you. Martell... Very, very underrated. I just, I mean, I just don't think he gets the praise he deserves. Nah, man. He's kind of forgotten about. Tugboat and Hogan, best friends, going after each other here. Every man for himself. Oh, Oh, my. God, what if he accidentally eliminated Hogan? (laughs) (laughs) Oops. I had time that Macho Man jumps over the top rope and eliminates himself. That's right. There goes Tugboat. I don't remember which one, but I don't, yeah. Oh, Davey Boy wow. just eliminated Mr. Perfect, set him on top <laughs> rope, and drop kicked him. Did you see Heenan? He threw, yeah. threw the yeah. towel straight there into the crowd out of frustration. <laughs> oh, my God. That was amazing. Bobby Heenan's the man. He just oh, threw it 10 so feet much. up in the air, and it went the third <laughs> yeah. row. Some kid caught it. Man, I hope he still has that towel, whoever oh, caught yeah. that. That's amazing. Davey Boy got some ups on that dropkick. I too. know, dude. Oh, Anvil is gone. There goes your man. So was Tugboat the last person? I think that's that? it, yeah. We're down to... We don't have the sound on. We don't have Piper and Gorilla on commentary, so... Oh, oh there goes gone. Haku. I think we're down to the final five. That's Bulldog, yep. Martell, Hogan, Quake, and Perfect, I believe. And uh, Knobs. No, it's Knobs. Oh yeah, excuse me. Perfect. Perfect's gone. Perfect. Yeah, he just got out. Yeah, I just said that. So, when where did Shane Douglas go? I we missed that. Yeah, 
And that was the end of his WWF relevancy for a while, I guess. But, Did uh, Tugboat or Earthquake just come off with both of his feet? I think so. Wow. Got some air, yeah. Martel, the Iron Man. Bulldog's been in there for a while, too. He has. Quake and Knobs working over Hogan there in the corner. But I think I think everyone knows what's happening here. I think everyone... Yeah. There's not going to be any shockers. It's, some guy just let his kids back from the bathroom here for the final few minutes of this match <laughs> in the front row. Oh! Finally! Bulldog. Dang. What it's a performance. Rick Martel. Yeah. Well done. Dude. Look at British Bulldog. He's over, dude. He's so great. Four legends right here. <laughs> Knobs, <laughs> Bulldog, Quake. Oh my. One of these, two of these things are not like the other. Only one is in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, man. There goes Bulldog. If you told me the final three, <laughs> one of them was Brian Knobs, you know why. Is, is That's that right. With me, brother. <laughs> yeah. Where the F was Sags? He never came in. No. <laughs> I was riding solo tonight. Maybe he was that guy that was not supposed to come in. Yeah. Or, or didn't he get... peekabooed out. And... Yeah. No, oh, I was man. like, it's my night tonight, brother. All right. Well, at this point, you got the final three. You know who the final two are going to be, right? <laughs> I mean, you can pretty much write off the nasty boy. Nobs' elbow pads are on his hands at this point. <laughs> It's like the equivalent of what Ric Flair's shin pads are. <laughs> Not bothering to fix it. Nothing. <laughs> on his wrist. He's got his elbow pads on his wrist. Jimmy He's not even trying to pull him up. Uh, oh! One of my favorite moves ever. The earthquake stomps. I believe I did this in some of our backyard yes. matches. You did. Oh! oh. Sits right on him. Heavy Machine, Dozovich, he needs to bring that back. Yeah. <laughs> he should do And that. he had to have Brian Ops help him get up. Did you see that? Yep. Oh, Hogan's up. Ooh, what you gonna do, brother, God. when this bald spot of a 24-year-old runs wild on you? Oh, man. Look at those kids jumping up know, in the man. crowd. Oh, big boot. <laughs> is gone. Yeah, dude. Out of here. Is he gonna? He's not gonna. He's not gonna slam him. No way. All these adult men are so excited. Little kids are excited. Moms are excited. Red, yellow, black, white. It doesn't matter. Everyone's a Hogan fan. The boot didn't knock him down, Hogan. What are you going to do? Oh, down to one knee. Boom, Jimmy Hart. (laughs) (laughs) He took a tiki bar Miami, Florida, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no way. He can't. Oh, rakes the eyes. Rakes up like a true heel. He is. Oh! Oh, Quake fell on top. I did not see that coming. <laughs> the front row loved it. One guy. One guy <laughs> hates Hogan. It's the black guy, of course. <laughs> he knew. He understood. <laughs> he was, you can see the future. You can see the future. Uh-oh, some people are leaving. Why? Who is leaving at this point? <laughs> some little kids are running to the toilet. Turlet. <laughs> Oh, Why is that Earthquake posing so much? Oh, he's just mocking Hogan. Sorry. He's a heel. He's a heel. He is. Look, the battle of the skullets, man. <laughs> Golly. Skullet City. Oh, toss him out. What are you doing? I know. He had the perfect opportunity. No, power slams him. Going for pinfall. Dude. What? Are you serious? <laughs> what? 
Oh, God. You <laughs> just went for a pinball. That's how this is going to end. You could have thrown him out. It's because Jimmy Hart's beaten down. He couldn't give him advice yeah. on the outside. Did you see Hogan's uh, promo before this, right before this? He, of course. He, like, he botches the whole thing about Saddam Hussein over in <laughs> Kuwait. <laughs> He's like, well, I mean, I mean uh, uh, you know what I'm trying to say, me and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, He like, completely loses his train of thought. Ooh, punch. Ooh, punch. Hulking up, man. Here we go. Take Nothing it. got me more excited at six years old than seeing Hogan Hulk up, dude. He's going to go for it again, asking the crowd. Do you want to see it? Are you ready to see it? Look at them on their feet, clapping, cheering, earthquake selling. No way. Happen? Can Here he, he goes, picks him up. Oh, yes, oh he does. Man. Oh, man. Man. Look at him working the crowd. Look at these guys. Oh, yeah. Masters. And a clothesline. And clothesline from the back. Threw him over. Hulk Hogan wins the 1991 Royal Rumble. And the crowd goes wild. Look at him, dude. So many yellow shirts and fingers and signs. Yeah, about eight years from now, it'll be black shirts and other fingers and How lots more signs. Quickly changes. That's right, <laughs> yeah. man. But you're right, man. Grown men. Look yeah. At that. <laughs> Those dudes are like my dad. Like, yeah. It's like 45 year old guys at this point. Like, it was real. And they're like, yeah, woohoo. Little kids, mom jeans. Like, she's loving it too. Like, man, everybody's loving it. Dude's got, look at that. Everybody's clapping. They're real American. He's got somebody's sign. Just hand it to him from the crowd, the Hulk rules sign. And as Pritchard would say, Hogan must pose. Yeah, baby. But you loved it, Ben. Like, that's what you wanted to see. Yes. Yes. Oh, peace in the Middle East, that sign says that Hogan's holding up. This was, of course, right in the, as you just mentioned, right in the midst of the uh, Iraq or, or, or Gulf War. Yeah, excuse Gulf me. Gulf War. Yeah, 91. Making a big deal and, of that uh, in this show. Sergeant, Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter. Yep. He's the champion, right? He wins the title on this show. Yeah. They go all in with that. So Hogan's going to go to Mania to fight Hogan. Sergeant Slaughter, defend WrestleMania, getting the signs out of the crowd. He's dude. doing his best Bruce Springsteen impression and pulling all the crowds <laughs> out of the sign. <laughs> Taking requests. Bruce Springsteen and Hulk Hogan, not that different. They share some similarities with each other. Well, dude, what'd you think of the 1991 Royal Rumble? I'm not gonna lie, I am blown away how fun that was. That was I, I, great. That was that was I was not underwhelmed. That was amazing. That definitely was, surpassed my expectations. Honestly, that was a lot of fun. Definitely a blast of nostalgia here. Yeah, grabbing the American flag out That's of the crowd, right, dude. Of course, <clears throat> waving, waving around. It. Like an American, bah. oh, that guy's holding his kid up who has an American flag in the audience. Look at everybody still clapping, cheering, yes. yelling. <laughs> Five minutes after the match is over. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. unbelievable, man. Nobody's not, heading to the bathrooms or the exits. No. They're not chanting, you can't wrestle or you don't deserve it or anything like that. They're just cheering, man. Standing ovation. Nope. What'd you think about it? Uh, dude, it's, I loved it too, man. This yeah, is my sweet great. spot, like ninety to ninety-five. That's my uh, that's my nostalgia sweet spot for wrestling. So WWF yeah. during that age, 
So, yeah, I mean, I was all about it. I love these guys. And I was very, very impressed with Undertaker's performance here, just yeah. to tie it back into our show and our focus. He definitely looked like a star. It, it was like, you know, one of those... Everybody thinks of it as the diesel push uh, in the 94 Rumble where he comes in and just becomes a star eliminating everybody. This was kind of uh, a precursor to that. Not quite on mm-hmm. the same level. He only eliminated, uh, I think, two or three guys. But just two months into his run, man, he looks like a force to be reckoned with. He looks different. He looks like a star. And he's going to uh, go into WrestleMania 7 here eventually and face Jimmy Snuka and begin the streak. I mean, aside from... Hogan winning that nobody looks like more of a beast than I would agree with Taker. That. I'd say you know yeah. people lasted longer, but nobody looked like more of a beast. Or yeah, you know it took freaking Road Warriors or Legion and Dune to take him out. You know, so yeah, I'd say yeah, he definitely had a great show in there. That was fun. I mean, some people in their first Rumble kind of just don't get they don't get highlighted like that, and you can tell they had big plans for him, as we mentioned on this podcast early on. So here in episode two. We could tell that <laughs> they had big plans for this this young redhead, Booger Red from Texas. Yeah, so. I mean, compare him to Shane Douglas, who was in there. Like, it was his <laughs> first Rumble, too, and like he does literally nothing. He's just there, or, or a Saba Simba. Like, <laughs> you know, obviously they didn't know Undertaker would last for 30 years after years, this. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they could you could tell he was something special. Yeah. That's why we're doing this podcast about him, folks, so... That wraps it up here for the 91 World Rumble. It was fun to knock that out. We'll get to 92 and 93 eventually. We'll sprinkle those in uh, down the road eventually. But we'll continue on the road, rolling, 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 onto the last ride. We'll get back to the era that the current era that we're covering right now on the podcast next week. But uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts about the 91 Royal Rumble and Taker during this time. So you can hit us up on social media at Talking Taker on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or leave a comment on any of the podcasting services. Subscribe and leave a rating. And of course, you can support the show by hitting up tpublic.com and ordering a Taker Easy Talking Taker t-shirt. Any of the designs that we have out there as well. And we just want to thank you guys for joining us on this journey. We have been at it over a hundred episodes now, and so we appreciate each and every one of you listening and downloading and and uh, commenting and being a part of this as we uh, as we dig up the career of the dead man week after week after week. We uh, like we said, we've changed a lot. We didn't know we would cover this match, but we've grown into it. And so we thank those of you guys that have been there from episode one. Uh, go check out episode three now and, and relive uh jimmy yeah. snooker li- go back yeah. in order and listen to it or just come back next week as we hit up the uh the mid-2000s of the undertaker absolutely if you were there at the miami garden arena or miami arena i think it's called in miami on january 19th let us know uh, if you were one of those dads just cheering like a freaking <laughs> child man let us know yeah that was you so yeah uh, team america was on full blast at this point you know so let us know if you were there, and uh, thanks again for hanging out with us and enjoying the show. And uh, all we got to say is, take her easy. The 29 plots have been done. The Undertaker will bury all 29 opponents. And the only thing the other 29 competitors will be doing tomorrow is resting in peace. <laughs>